stood between red columns topped with golden eagles. The bald, stocky emperor seemed unconcerned with the Galian horde that still ravaged the countryside and besieged the city walls. With the city's port still open, and with his daily raids devastating the Galian hosts, Alar was still enjoying the festivities of Tyrius's ascension. The emperor wore a resplendent purple toga, trimmed with gold, a garment finer than anything he'd ever worn in Geffen, and a golden laurel. He cried out to the crowd. His voice boomed across the theater and entered the tunnel where the gladiator stood. People of Elar! Tyrius held out his arms as if he could embrace them all. We live in a time of war and victory. Our brave legionaries continue to decimate the barbarian horde outside our walls. Our legions prepare to smite the southern empire, which has fallen from our light and they will bring us the head of Seneca the Serpent. My own daughter, Blessed Claudia Valerius, smites the rebels in Ilaria Orientalis, our great eastern province. Ilaria Orientalis, Atalia spat. The name they'd given Zohar. She shuddered. Was Tyrius speaking truth or mere propaganda? Was Ilar pushing back the Galian siege? Was her husband still alive, still able to fight? And in Zohar, were her people truly dying, her brother among them? Atalia clenched her fists. More than anything, she wanted to be with those she loved, with her husband, outside the city walls, with Ephra in the desert, anywhere but here, about to fight a mock battle for the mob. In this time of new glory, Tyrius continued, let us also remember our past victories. Twenty years ago, our brave legions, I myself fought among them, smote the Zoharites at Kadem, sinking their fleet and bringing the island into our light. People of Elah, I give you again, brought to glorious life, the Battle of Kadem. Horns blared. Drums beat. The crowd cheered. Keys jangled in the lock, and Atalia stilled herself and drew her blade. Whatever enemy awaits me in the arena, she thought, I will slay it. I will live to kill Tyrius and Seneca. Guards opened the doors, and Atalia rushed out into the arena, screaming for battle. She skidded to a halt. She gasped. Fuck me, she whispered. Euro smirked and slapped her on the back. What happened, lion cub? Never seen a Nomakia before? They flooded it. Atalia rubbed her eyes. They fucking flooded it. Normally, a dozen steps led down from the tunnel to a circular sandy arena. Today that sand and those steps were invisible. Water filled the arena, rising to the tunnel's archway, deep enough to drown a man. An island rose in the flooded arena, topped with a wooden fortress that bore a Zoharite flag. Somehow, Atalia could not even imagine how the engineering worked the bastards had turned the amphitheatrum into a miniature encircled sea, complete with a mockatum in its center. Even more astounding were the ships, actual ships, complete with oars, masts, and sails floated in the water. Three ships docked right before Italia, bearing lion banners. Six other ships docked across the arena, and they bore eagle standards. A second archway loomed open there allowing a second group of gladiators to enter the arena, these ones dressed as legionaries. They weren't true legionaries in armor, but gladiators in elaborate costumes, their muscled bodies bare, 
but for loincloths and crested helmets. The amphitheater was full to bursting, some people even sharing seats, women and children sitting on man's laps. A hundred thousand spectators. By God, it was twice the population of Geffen before its fall, filled the stone tiers. Every man, woman, and child was roaring. Some called out for Italia, the heroine who had slain the lions. Lioness! Lioness! But most cried out for Elar. Slay the desert rats! shouted a woman in the crowd. Fuck the lions! shouted a man. At least this one used the proper animal, which Italia found somewhat encouraging. Let the battle begin! cried Tyrius from his imperial box and guards blew silver horns. Across the arena, the opposing group of gladiators, the ones dressed as legionaries, stepped into their six galleys. Men grabbed the oars and began to row. This group outnumbered Italia and her friends.